Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew and this is the Who Have Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about All Saints news, opinions, and reactions. And this episode, as we will do every day this week, it's the Free Agent Frenzy Week. All the free agent moves usually go down around this time or most do. And there's look, the legal tampering period started today in the NFL at 12 o'clock. And I think that we're just going to get right into all the madness. There has been a couple of moves by the Saints, a lot of rumors just overall, and then a couple of impact signings for the whole league that definitely will impact the Saints. And then we're going to look into some top available free agents for the Saints still that are available. And if any news breaks with the Saints, we will be right there for you. So we're going to start with really the two signings of Chris Banjo and Craig Robinson that were announced today by the Saints. Um, Chris Banjo, really, he did a really good job. Um, he was really good in special teams, along with Craig Robinson. Both are really special teams aces. And the one thing the Saints have made their priority is to keep their special teams group together, Is and that's what they really did. All they got to do now is re-sign Will Lutz, which I think they will do. All they got to do is give him that tender, and he will be um, on the Saints next year. So to me, it's just really they're keeping this special teams group together. And look, that's big. It's, it's underrated. But it did win the Saints some games this year, and I think they should definitely look at it. And um, I think what the Saints are trying to do, um, way back in the beginning of the offseason, I said the Saints have one to two options. They can um, re-sign all their players, basically, not really go after many free agents, or they can go all in even more. And it seems like what the Saints are doing, they're kind of just stepping back a little bit. They're probably going to sign some value players. But besides that, they're going to retain their players, and it's going to look good for the future. I did like the all-in option. Obviously, every fan likes the all-in option. You want to get the star players and the big names. But this is not a bad way. A lot of Saints teams in the past have went this way, and we were obviously really successful with last year and the year before. But, you know, there's obviously so much stuff to get into. And, look, I I know that, look, this Craig Robinson deal, it's probably not that flashy, and you're probably going to want me to get right into all the rumors and then also some other signings. But before we do that, I just want to say real quick that the Saints right now, I think with Craig Robinson, he gives them really good veteran depth, and especially at the linebacker position, which they may need. And then also with the special teams prowess is really big. Same with Chris Banjo. He may be that third safety for the Saints. Give him some cheap talent. And, uh, you know, he could be a really good player as well. So I definitely wouldn't um, be surprised if the Saints, you know, went into the season with Craig Robinson as their backup linebacker and um, Chris Banjo as their third safety. You know, wouldn't be wouldn't really bother me if the Saints went out and signed like a Glover Quinn type player. Or look, there have been a lot of safeties that have gotten big deals, and there are so many available. So maybe one will get you know a cheaper deal. And um, you know, obviously we're gonna look at the top available free agents. So to me, it's just we're gonna get that later. But to me, these were two good solid deals, and uh, you know, obviously on the lower side, low key deals. And uh, it was I think a very good job by the Saints. So now we're gonna move on to some rumors with the Saints. I mean, obviously. There were, you know, a good, not that much rumors compared to other teams, but definitely a lot of um, action for the Saints. First rumor is with Teddy Bridgewater. He's expected to return with the Saints. That's what people are saying. That's kind of what the league is thinking, that he's going to come back to the Saints and because uh, he really hasn't any other deal. Nick Foles signed that four-year $88 million deal with 50 guaranteed by the Jags. And it, the only team that would probably even look to sign um, Bridgewater would be the Dolphins. And... They don't. Th- it doesn't seem like they're even going to sign him because they really want to embrace the tank. They may even start Luke Falk 
uh, another young quarterback. So to me, I wouldn't be surprised if Teddy Bridgewater takes that one-year deal by the Saints and tries again next year. I really like Teddy Bridgewater, and I think he's got a chance to play quarterback in this league, but I'm not going to be you know, mad that he's going to the Saints. I'm very, very happy about that. And it's just it's, it's really good that we get that we, if we get um, our backup quarterback, it's just very, very good that we have a really good security blanket behind Drew Brees. And then, look, that's another year where we can persuade him for him to be the future um, for the Saints. That's obviously really, really big. Also, um, Cameron Wake, um, he's another player the Saints are, according to um, Mike Triplett, he wouldn't be surprised if they went after them and signed him. That, to me, that's a really good player that they can use um, if Alex Okafor leaves. Um, he's that type of player, older player, so he's not going to play every down, but he can go in and out with um, Davenport and be really successful. I believe he had 28 or 29 sacks in three years, and that's that's good. That's very, very solid. Um, I'm not expecting him to put, you know, maybe 10 sacks, but if he can get that seven, if he got seven, six sacks to go with Davenport, seven, six sacks, that's obviously really good opposite Cam Jordan. And, you know, I think we will definitely take that. And then Mark Ingram, obviously the most, um, if I think the Saints fans... They care about this one the most. And uh, this is what it um, seems for me is that um, he, this is what's going on, it seems. He has a deal, it seems, with the um, Baltimore Ravens on the table. He didn't accept it yet. Um, I don't know if I re- worded that wrong, but he definitely has a contract there if he wants to take it. I think he probably has a contract from the Saints, too. And the Saints are in on him with the Ravens, other teams. But it seems like the most um, the team that is challenging the Saints the most is the red uh, is the um, Ravens? Excuse me, and this could be a smoke screen for them to get Le'Veon Bell, but to me, the Saints are may have to give him a little more to keep him um, here. And then you know, just like five minutes ago, you had Cam Jordan saying, um, "I'm so happy I got my guys back at Mark Ingram," and, and then he clarified, say that like I want Mark Ingram back, but like I may not. Um, he's not signed officially, and then you know, who knows what's actually happened there if it's just. Um, if it's him trying to cover up that he actually knows something or he really doesn't know something and he um, worded um, his things wrong. So that's just what I feel there. Um, A lot of um, people, analysts close to the Saints, have been kind of pairing Jared Cook to the Saints. Um, Look, there's no, like, official visit for the Saints. There's no official anything for the Saints, really. But um, a lot of analysts has really been pairing the Saints with Jared Cook, which I thought all along would be the case and uh, that just continued. Some impact signings. We're going to start with like that couple of offensive players, that slot receiver, and then we're going to move um, to the safeties because those are really where the big signings were today. You didn't really hear that much um, on the line. You didn't really hear uh, really on both lines. A lot of the offensive line, but defensive line, you didn't really hear much. Tight end, you didn't really hear much. Only Jesse James signed. But uh, really, besides that, no really running back sign. That's obviously really, really big, and um, I think it's just interesting. So... Everyone, everyone's saying the sky's kind of falling down for the Saints. They're not going after any free agents. Well, it's it's not even been like eight full hours yet. And um, I don't think the Saints – I think the Saints are that team, even when they signed um, last year with Mario Davis, they waited till Wednesday. They're, they're probably not going to make the big move in really, really quickly. And they probably will wait till Wednesday, even beyond, because they were in on Sue. They were in on Sheldon Richardson. And they fell into like the next weekend. So I think it's definitely going to take some time for these guys to sign – but this um, slot receiver situation is very fluid. I don't even know if the Saints will go after it. Maybe Andy Isabella is sounding a lot more um, enticing now for the Saints after all these players that are not even that good, and they're getting huge contracts. Adam Humphreys. Look, I like Adam Humphreys, and but 
for not a million dollars a year, and I know he's younger, but he's never had a thousand yard season. He's never had more than five touchdowns, and he's got nine million dollars a year. That's not worth it. I don't know what um, NFL uh, NFL teams thinking that, but to me, he's just not worth it. And um, I think all you know, I think Saints fans don't want to pay him that. I don't think um, really a lot of teams would pay him that. Um, the team that stepped to the table was the um, Titans. So, you know, good for the Titans, good for Adam Humphreys. He got his deal, but to me, it's just not worth that. Same with Jameson Crowder, who did have a good year two years ago, but last year he was not very good, and he got three years, $28 million. And then um, the, the, those two guys, they were the slot receivers that really got a lot of money. Cole Beasley probably won that money. He probably hasn't got it yet. And also, Devin Funches is expected to sign with the Colts. That, that's an outside receiver that is going away. And then a lot of safeties went. Um, we have Tyron Matthew, um, Kenny Vaccaro, and Landon Collins all got big, big deals. Um, Vaccaro got four years, $26 million. Tyron Matthew got three forty-two, And then Landon Collins got six eighty-four with the um, Cardinals. So to me, this is just – look, it's, it was a very fluid situation when it came to those two positions. Everywhere else, a lot of the um, good players are still on the table. And um, I think that's really – what we got out of from this uh, period today. And also Nick Foles, that was another impact signing because it really, I think that it kind of solidifies that Teddy Bridgewater is going to come back to the Saints. And really how we're going to wrap up this quick episode as we go through this free agent frenzy is going to be the top available players still for the Saints. To me, that's Ndamukin Sue. Um, Jared Cook's still out there. Obviously, Mark Ingram is going to be right there. To me, um, players I think the Saints could look at is like Des Bryant, obviously. Um, Cameron Wake, I think that's a really good player that the Saints should look at. Um, I think they will um, take a look at some safeties like a Glover Quinn type player, probably on the lower end, similar to Kurt Coleman. Maybe they do bring back Kurt Coleman for like a veteran minimum. Uh, like those are definitely possibilities. Defensive tackles, not really many defensive tackles signed um, besides in the morning, like Jackson signed. But besides like Jackson, not really many people signed. Um, Sheldon Rankins, uh, Sheldon um, Richardson, excuse me, is still out there as well as Muhammad Wilkerson. So I think those are players that the um, Saints could look at as well. I think those should be the top available Saints players. And then um, also when you're looking at the slot, probably Cole Beasley. There are other receivers as well. But to me, I, I would just get Andy Isabella and Des Bryant. I think those two guys would be very, very, help- very, very helpful, excuse me, to the Saints. And then also bring back Cam Meredith and Traquan Smith. Hopefully you can get um, good um, production out of them and then you know really you're ready to go that's just what i feel from the saints and this is really what i feel from this first day it was at a packed 11 minutes of this podcast but i think we are going to wrap it up unless there's any breaking news that happens in the next couple minutes so if you like this podcast episode if you like this free agent frenzy and you want to see more of our podcast want to see more of our film studies you can follow us on twitter at the who this on Instagram at Houdat Discussion, on Podomatic at the Houdat Discussion, and then also you can subscribe to our YouTube channel where we have our film studies. And then also we are on Spotify, um, iTunes, Google um, Play, Google Music, and really anywhere you can you listen to your podcast, we are right there ready for you guys to listen. So really very um, crazy day in the NFL. Probably will be a crazy night. I'll be checking my notifications every um, every minute, basically. If the Saints were to make a very big move, like a uh, Jared Cook, that's when I would go live. Because um, I did have people saying, like, would you go live after like 
um, a Craig Robertson type move. And like th- that move, as, as much as I love Craig Robinson and I love Chris Banjo, um, those aren't like um, big, big, big names that I would even, you know, create a whole live stream about. If the Saints went out and signed Jared Cook tonight, I would definitely um, jump on there and uh, give you guys my takes on that. But as there's really no breaking news in the last like 15 minutes, I think that we are going to um sign off here so with all that said i want to say thank you prove them right and who dat